These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Hello, buddy. Hey, man. How's it going? Good. You're sounding a little different today because you couldn't get your computer going, eh? I know. Yeah, this, this, damn, okay, damn computers are. No, it's <laughs> different trouble. So I dialed in because I wasn't going to miss this show. Lots of stuff to talk about today. Love. There are, and you curated all the content. There's, God, there's been so much going on. I, I, you know, it's funny. I've been reading a lot this week, and I'd already seen these. And it just sort of, this sort of escaped me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, there is a lot. So why don't you lead with this first very interesting one? Well, but before we do that, I just want to do. A, I want to talk real quick about last week, or actually earlier, um, the Get Lifted event in Syracuse. I just wanted to thank a guy named Leo for um, coming out. He actually drove from Boston to Syracuse, New York, because he heard about the guest list of the event on our show, and he drove all the way there to go to the event and get, get to hear me speak. And I met him, and we talked. I even did a little evaluation of his website right there at the, the thing. I just wanted to thank him for making that huge drive just to, just to, to see you know, the, the event. It was awesome. So, Leo, you rock. Awesome. I would have loved to have met him, too. Oh, the Get List event was a blast, too. It was some really great people speaking. Well, you had David good Nim. company. Yeah, Mike Blumenthal was there. Mary Bowling was there. Um, Will Scott from down in New Orleans was there. It was really good, good presentations. Uh, those, those events are always great. If, if there's one comes to your area, I definitely recommend um, checking it out. No, they never come out to the Canada, so oh well. Yeah, they, they know better. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, they don't know better. 
Because they're afraid they won't be able to get past. They're afraid they won't be able to get back over their own border. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. So there's all, all right. kinds of stuff happening right now. Um, I guess the most, not the most interesting thing, but the thing that happened most recently was the uh, the LL Social um, basically uh, outed another major company for buying backlinks. Um, it was a, a, a division of Dun and Bradstreet, and it was very interesting. A lot of a lot of interesting backlash from this one because he got it wrong at first. He called it Dun and Bradstreet. Bradstreet, and it actually ended up being a company that they had sold off a couple of years ago, but was still hosting on their domain. So it's very interesting. Um, and they also have the rights to sell Dun and Bradstreet, so they are connected. They're just not owned by Dun and Bradstreet anymore. Right, exactly. So it wasn't like Dun and Bradstreet's marketing department that did this. It was this other companies that's connected to them. It's kind of obscure, um, but the, but it's just one of those things that it brought up a couple things. One, it brought up outing. Companies. That argument started up again. You know, how, how dare you out somebody? Um, I personally am on you know, out away. That's not a problem for me. If someone's doing something wrong, I have no reason um, not to out them. What do you think about the outing situation, Ross? Well, it's actually a question I asked in the SEO forum or SEO group on Facebook the other day because I I'm doing a competitor analysis and I came across uh, <laughs> this this uh, content network from hell. That uh, <laughs> it appears they still have people doing. You know, I figured, okay, well, there won't be any posts for May because any of their clients have already figured out they shouldn't be with these guys anymore. They'll be quit. No, there's still more. So it was like so tempting just to contact these these clients and say, "Do you realize what you're getting yourself into? Because you've just you're shooting yourself in the foot." Um, but, well, one of the interesting arguments that I read in the, in the massive amounts of comments on this and on search and on their site and on search engine land, who wrote a story up a couple stories on it as well was the idea that these companies that are reaching out to these small businesses to, to get links and say, hey, we'll give you some money for a link, aren't telling these companies that they're putting themselves at risk. And that, mm-hmm. to me, is kind of an interesting slant on this um, from the perspective of, hey, you know, why are you putting these small businesses at risk? Um, you know, forget that you're trying to perform a service for someone who's paying you. You're in danger from these small guys. And that, that kind of that kind of opened it up for me a little bit to a whole other level of why this is wrong. Yeah, I actually posted an example of uh, one of those bad links on our forum or on on, on the the uh, face our Facebook page, facebook.com slash SEO one hundred one podcast. And um, actually, that wasn't the one, but it was a bad one. It just it showed an example of how these possibly really good companies are being promoted by these crap i mean they're, they're it's it's embarrassing to even consider calling them seo companies they're 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 fly by night fools <laughs> uh, just uh, they're, they're devastating these people's backlinks pr- profiles and they have no idea in any case uh, it's it's very infuriating because i keep getting all the calls and having to deal with these people who are all so upset they've lost part of their livelihood and uh, I don't know. I, I it's something I could kind of put up with before. I'm just getting so fed up with it now. <laughs> so, so what I was talking about this yesterday with somebody from my company who's not on my team, just kind of talking about it. They were confused about what buying and selling links was, because if you go out, if you're a business and you 
hire somebody to build links for you. You're paying someone to build links. Is that buying links as opposed to hiring a company to build links for you being buying links? Um, so I, I thought it would be good for us just to kind of talk real quick about the difference between buying a link building service and actually buying links. Um, if you want, I can give you my definition, and I'd love to hear yours as well, Ross. Sure, um, go for it. To, to me, it's pretty simple. If you're paying or a representative of yours is paying the person who owns or publishes the website directly money to put a link on their website, that's buying links. But if you're paying somebody to to do the link building for you or a service where you're just say, having somebody do commenting, even though they don't work, but having someone do commenting or um, putting putting out guest posts, those kind of things. As long as you're not paying the publisher directly, I think you should be okay. Um, there are a couple cases where you pay the publishers directly, like such as like you know high quality directories, um, those kind of things. But again, I'm kind of I almost think that's kind of iffy nowadays because they've hit a lot of directories again recently. Um, as far as quality goes, they're they're not counting them or de-indexing them. So I think that's the real difference. If you're paying the publisher directly to put a link on his own site versus paying someone to do link building for you, that's kind of where the, the line's drawn in my mind. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, as a base, that's... I mean, it seems to me kind of a no-brainer, but as a base, that's right. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's exactly what it is. I'd, I'd add a little more detail. Things like, um, even though you don't pay for them, if your, your link builder is going out and getting um, article doing mass article submissions for you, dump it. Stop that right now. <laughs> smack, smack. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. That, that's a horrible That's a horrible link building practice, but is that paid linking? No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is that, yes, you're paying these people to... Uh, I'm agreeing with everything you said. I'm just trying to add on to it. I'm saying that... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah if, you, if you actually do pay someone to do link building for you, make sure that they're up to date. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we were submitting articles to article sites. Not that many, but we were. And... Uh, because there was a little benefit, but now there's nothing. I mean, if, if there is, a, it's not worthwhile, the risk. And if someone's submitting you to 500-plus article sites, um, be very concerned and, in fact, turn tail and run. Um, you know, that's the kind of thing that's going to get you in real hot water right now. Um, comment stuff, uh, like you said, it's, it's, it's totally changed. Uh, I think uh, if it's not completely devalued, it's, it's very close, and it's more likely to get you... Uh, looked at a little harder by Google than it is to help you. Um, we do the odd thing just to make it re realistic, the profile, but that's about it. So, so, is, so if you're hiring a third-party company to do link building for you, I would say it's our responsibility or our business's responsibility, even though a lot of businesses wouldn't know to do this, to make sure that the techniques that the company is using are up to par. Like you said, some of these techniques just do not work anymore. They shouldn't be doing them. You shouldn't be paying a company to do them. And then you should be aware if the company is buying links, even if it's like just giving the guy a, a you know a ticket to a basketball game for a link. That could be considered buying links. Um, you've got to be aware of it. And from that, so, so we woke up this morning, and the, the, this, this problem is... Uh, continuing on. So the company that was outed in that whole Dun & Bradstreet as the company that was actually doing the link selling um, was iAcquire. And iAcquire, it turned out this morning, is was they were de-indexed from Google. Now, 
the, the, the thing from that is people are saying, you know, is it right for Google to de-index the agency for, for a practice, even though they might not be doing it to their own site, but for doing it for other people's sites? So was it right for them to punish the, the agency's website? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Was that, you think that was right? A lot of people are saying this is, a, this is a new thing Google's doing. It's the first time they've done it, even though I like to say it's not the first time they've done this. They've done this a number of times in the past where they've punished um, the, the agency. They did it to TechSync ads many years ago. They did it to that traffic power site. Remember that whole fiasco? Oh, they man. They did that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah those the first are good times. Time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, uh, they're kind of different, you know, like, Although traffic power isn't so much, but I mean, text link ads definitely. I mean, they were blatantly selling it to everyone front and center, right? Um, When uh, traffic power was rife with complaints, they were pretty much, I mean, I don't, I can't speak to all the details, but I I remember something along the lines of of nearly fraudulent activity. I mean, they were providing extremely bad service. If I remember correctly, they, they had a call center. And this was how many years ago? This was many years ago. A company called Traffic Power had a call center, and they would cold call small businesses and sell them this SEO thing and, and guarantee them positions, and they were getting results. They were getting really good results, and they could show results. But what happened at one point is um, Google figured out what they were doing. They were basically cloaking. And in one fail swoop, um, pretty much killed all the rankings for every customer Traffic Power had. I think there were thousands of them, if I remember correctly. So there was a huge uproar, and Traffic Power itself also got hit because of what they were doing. But that, that's kind of what happened back then. Does okay. that sound familiar to you, too? Yeah, that's coming back now. It's a little different than I thought. So that's, that's not so much fraudulent activity than it is just bad. <laughs> yeah, real bad. Um, but in this case, iAcquire apparently is reaching out um, they are finding people that they want to get links for their clients and they're contacting them. Um, in some of the comp- comments, it sounds like they're contacting them fairly aggressively. Um, though, uh, to, to, to be fair, I, I know personally some of the people at iAcquire and I don't think that they would condone the kind of aggressive selling techniques that were um, described in the comments. Um, I'm pretty sure someone would get laid off for doing that kind of stuff. Um, but they were basically contacting webmasters and saying, you know, we will pay you to put a link on your site. Um, do they deserve to get banned themselves for doing that? Or yeah, well, I, at this point, I'm I'm going to reverse um, <laughs> reverse. I'm going to hold back my reply for that until we've had a break because I'm getting a. Uh, break, break, break from Brasco, and, and I think it's de- definitely time. So, <laughs> so take a moment, and I'll get back, and, and I'll tell you what you think. <laughs> okay. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on Webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Uh, John was just discussing how uh, iAcquire had been penalized, uh, well, not penalized, they'd been dropped completely out of Google's index because it had been discovered that they were trying to buy links for clients. And uh, John was asking me if that was something I felt was... Right, for lack of a better word, and and I'm not sure. I'm kind of on the you know they they were doing something that Google doesn't like. They this is a a, a really hardcore way of making sure they don't do it again for a while because they're the if they were getting a lot of traffic from search they aren't going to be now. Uh, it's it's a little bit too uh, to me vindictive though. Yeah, it does seem a little heavy-handed. But I, I personally think, from from okay, when I was working at MediaWiz, um, we owned TechSync Ads, and for many many years, TechSync TechSync Ads had been de-indexed by Google. Um, they were still very proper; they're still growing. They it was probably a year and a half ago they they were put back in the index, and it helped growth some. But being out of the index didn't impact them hardly at all, and and. From, from what I know of iAcquire, they don't get most of their business from search queries. They get business from word of mouth and from their reputation of providing, you know, they, they do provide some pretty good results for people, which is why it's a very attractive offer to, to businesses, because they can and do provide really good results. But I don't think being out of the index is going to impact them hardly at all, personally. Well, I mean, hopefully... Like uh, it's the one thing I find it ironic that um, we're happy about is we don't rely a lot on on search results. We we don't do a lot of promotion of our own because we're so busy. <laughs> the irony, but um, yeah. we do have some decent results, but we don't push them and we're not reliant on them at all. And and thank goodness because I don't like having all my eggs in one basket. I'm just too paranoid. Um, and I 
say that to any client. They should never have all their eggs in one basket. Um, that said, getting a good ranking is good, right? So, yeah, yep. it can help you with rankings. But if you've been around a while, that's the key. If you've been around a while, uh, really your good name should be enough to drive enough business. Yeah, I agree. So it'll be, <laughs> excuse me, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. For the next few weeks, and my guess, it's, it's, it's going to like fizzle out. Just, just like you know, you know when TLA was first banned, Texas Cabs was first banned. It was, it was all people up in arms, but it fizzled out, and they did fine moving forward. It'd just be kind of interesting to see where this goes. Hmm. So let, let, we better get off this topic. I think we beat this to death. It's very interesting, though. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Not so much to our listeners, probably though. So uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, so next part is about Google. They've asked to. I actually didn't know this. Google asked to take down over 1.2 million URLs last month from search results. Is this the Pinterest thing, or? Well, this, this is actually they get they get requests to the DMCA, Digital Millennium Copyright Act, okay, yeah. all the time to to remove listings because they are copyright violations or one reason or another. They got over 1.2 million of those requests last month alone. Now the interesting part of that, if you dig in, you dig into it a little deeper, and there's a there's a good article on search engine land about it. 1.2 million, okay, that's that's not a huge number, but really that's only about 24,000 different domains, and only 1,296 copyright owners were responsible for those 1.2 million removal requests. So it's like there's a very concise group of people that are asking for these things to be pulled down on very specific sites. Hmm. I thought that was quite interesting. And, and the, the whole thing came from something um, that Google's been putting out called the Google Transparency Report, which I really didn't know much about, um, but they've added these numbers to the Google Transparency Report. Um, and if you go to google.com slash transparency report, you, you can see it, um, the whole report. So it's, it's quite interesting. They talk about the traffic, removal requests, and user data requests, you know, who's asking for them and, and so on. It's interesting. Um, I'm looking at it now, and, and really what most of the requests are are to remove torrents. Are what? To remove torrents from search results. Interesting. Yeah, so like FileTube, Pirate Bay, all these places, particular URLs that are linking, I guess, to movies or downloads or you name it. So makes sense. Huh? Well, I guess that's what Google has to deal with. Yeah, and the transport, it's pretty neat, too. If you go into the traffic section of the transparency report, you can look down and they'll tell you about, you know, um, on April 11th, of 2012 in China, all Google services were partially accessible. Um, you know, on February 27th in China, YouTube was only partially accessible, you know, um, it's very interesting. They talk about basically your outages. If you want to look at where they're having outages, where they're having problems, that transparency point has all that information. Hmm. And you can do it, break it down worldwide. Fascinating. Um, yeah. So that's for everyone who wants to know about uh, how to access that. It's google.com slash transparency report. Simple as that. Transparency yeah. report. Um, 
So good for them, making it a very easy easy URL to remember too. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, let's get into a little more of the uh, SEO area. Although actually, okay, this is actually pretty fascinating. Uh, the Yahoo launching Axis. Now, I actually not I'm not yawning. I think it's kind of interesting. I don't. I'm surprised you don't yeah. either. I, I'm I'm not real thrilled with it. I, I put a little yawn after the notation because I installed it and it was like, eh, you know, it's it, it it's breaking my habits way too much as far as how I find things. So I'm not going to go back to it very often. I can tell already. Okay. So well, do, do you want to describe so what it is to everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. So Sorry? Yahoo launched. Do you want to describe what this is for everybody? Oh, sure. I thought we were going to. Okay, yeah. Well, Yahoo uh, has launched their own browser. And it's uh, across... Uh, well, right now, they've targeted uh, Apple. Um, and what it is, is you can install it on uh, a laptop, tablet, and a phone. And as it's being used, let's say, on a, on, a, on a laptop, you can immediately press a button on your phone. And wherever you were on the laptop immediately gets transferred to the phone. That's pretty cool. Um, the best part about it, basically, is that it's uh, a very more, much more of a graphical interface, and you can do searches on the fly using a, a very different look and feel to search. Um, now, that's not the best part in terms of what I'm, my opinion, because I, I actually haven't tried it. I've just looked at it and watched a lot of the videos, and I thought it was quite intriguing. So you're ahead of me on that one. If it's boring, then you've definitely yeah. got the and edge. It's not actually a browser. It's actually a browser plugin. So it's just like another plugin that someone's giving you to change your browsing exp or your searching experience. So it's not a whole new browser; it's just a plugin. So I've got it personally loaded into Chrome right now. Um, oh, okay. So it's I... it's it's kind of interesting. Some people will really like it um, because it's very visual. It's kind of like the Pinterest of searching. So you you don't see text; you see pictures. You see. Right now, I'm going, when I click in the search bar, the first thing that comes up is I type in SEO is the sites themselves. I get the title, I get the text, the title text image, the URL, and a picture of the site. I don't get a description, um, just the title text. Hmm. And it shows me, you know, instead of a list of the top ten, there's a horizontal bar of pictures across the bottom of my browser, and I get the first four. So you only see the first four, and then you have to scroll to see the rest. Okay. Interesting. Well, um, before we jump into the next bit, which is interesting, uh, a piece from Amit Singhal from um, Google, we need to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back in a moment. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So uh, before we, we left, I mentioned that uh, we're going to have a little quote here. It's a deeper look into the algo changes. Uh, there, there was an interview. So before we left the break, I discussed, uh, I mentioned that we we're going to talk about a quote here from Nitsingal. He's from uh, Google. Um, and he, uh, John kindly put this down here. His, his quote is, site owners need to take a hard look at what values their sites are providing. What is the additional value the visitor gets from that site beyond just a skeleton answer? Ultimately, it's those sites that provide that something extra that Google wants to showcase on the first page of search results. Ooh, how deep. Very deep. <laughs> <laughs> And it's actually really kind of kind of timely for me because um, in my presentation at Get Lifted, I used a couple of new slides, and I found this image. Um, and what I'm trying to represent is um, that businesses, uh, when when Google looks for a business, they don't just see your business; they look at your category. Um, so I, I use this picture of Waldo. Remember the Where's Waldo game? Mm-hmm. You had to go find this little guy. But what it is, it's a giant crowd of people who are all dressed like Waldo. And so you've got all these people that are, and all these businesses that are trying to say the exact same thing um, because they're all in the same business. And what Google wants to do is find the, find the business that's giving the most valuable information. So this quote is perfect because it's like those sites that provide something extra that Google wants to showcase on the first page. So they, they, they need to find the right Waldo. And, and I think it's a great thought as far as when you think about how you're creating content, what type of content you're creating, what you're putting on your website. It's it's it makes all the difference in the world. Uh, it's no question, and it's one of the, the toughest things I find with clients um, trying to well 
pull that out of them. And in many cases, uh, we get so stuck in our business, we forget that we need to differentiate. And it's not just about we're better than the other guy. Uh, that's, that just doesn't make any, uh, you can't pitch that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's funny, too, because I'm going to have a really good example. Next month, I'm going to be speaking to the New, New Jersey Dental Association at their annual convention. And I'm going to have a room full of dentists. And I'm going to be like, okay, which one of you wants to be number one for dentist in New Jersey? You know, and the whole, all their hands are going to go up. And like, well, what makes you different? Why should you be the first one instead of you? And, and I'll show them all those slides. And it'll, it's, you've got to separate yourself from the pack from a content perspective. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if you haven't read this article on Search Engine Land, it's called Peeking into the World of Google's Algorithm Changes with Google's Search Quality Head, Amit Singhal. Uh, it's a great article, great interview of him. He talks about some really you know, interesting things about how the algorithm works and how the changes are made. Um, it's, it's amazing to me. We talk about how they make like 500 changes a week right, or a month. Last month they made – or a year. They made like 50-some changes last month, correct? Mm-hmm. They, he said they, they have probably twenty to 30,000 tests, algorithmic tests they run every year. So at any one time, there's hundreds and hundreds of algorithmic tests happening. So they might only publish 50-some changes in a month. There's hundreds of them being tested at any one moment, which I thought was pretty interesting. No doubt. Well, you know what? I know you've got some other news here. I think we should jump in because we've we're got to tie up the show. But let's get one of our questions in. We've, people have been fantastic in leading some questions for us on Facebook, and please continue to do so. It's great. It gives us some yeah. awesome content for the show, and it, we can give you something back, which we love. So. Um, let me go over the first one here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it's from Aaron. Or actually, actually, we have to go down to the, the earliest one, I guess. Here. Uh, whoa, this is big. Okay, from Lewis. Oh come on, uh, try it. Oh geez, <laughs> it's a long read. Um, hmm, Lewis, I think we might have to come back to you, and we've got to do a shorter one because uh, I'm going to have to somehow crib that a bit. Um, Emma. Asks, uh, I listed every. I listen every week from the UK and just love how clear you make the lessons. So thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, having listened, just listened to last Monday's show, I have a question. My site has completely dropped off the Google listings from being on about page two for my keywords to uh, nowhere to be found. Uh, she was sort of working her way up. Now it's nowhere. I checked my Webmaster Tools account and cannot find any reported problems with my linking. So I was wondering if there's any specific to the latest update that may have caused this. I'm sure that every case is different, but I'm at a loss. Thanks so much in advance. So um, she's listed her company. We don't have time to actually look at her company per se, um, but there are a few things that you could look for. And uh, uh, I would start with any, uh, you know, look up what uh, keyword stuffing is, or not necessarily stuffing, but over-optimization, what they love to call over-optimization. It's something I've gotten used to calling it too. It is so inaccurate. But anyway, um, you know, just doing too much to try and get rankings. Um, consider looking at how many times a page or a word appears on a page. Is it just being used too often? Um, and I'll, I'll do one more before I pass on to John here. The second one is, do you have enough content? And is the content different enough? I mean, is, it, is there enough differentiation through your site? And, uh, you know, I've, I've been dealing with a few sites lately that have been hit that just – they were almost they were hit by Panda and Penguin. Um, Panda being the thin content issue, you know, that doesn't like anything that looks just too thin, doesn't look like enough offers enough value. 
and Penguin, which didn't like the over-optimization. So it was kind of unique in the sense that they didn't have a lot of content, but what the content they did have was over-optimized. <laughs> so, uh, and I see that a lot, actually, now that I've seen these clients and had to deal with this, I, it's, it's kind of like, you ever looked for for sale signs for houses? All of a sudden, you start seeing them everywhere once you start thinking about it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but anyway, that's my first two little tips. Well, how about you, John? I, uh, while you were talking, I'm looking at her site, and I don't see anything obviously jumping out that would cause issues like that for you. Um, I do notice that you're powered by Crate, which is a, is a software-as-a-service type of web hosting platform. I don't know if any issues with that particular uh, vendor were hit with this. I mean, I'd have to do a little bit of research, but that's something you might want to look at just to see if anybody else on their system is having the same issues you are. That could be something. But um, your your blog, you seem to have some um, pretty decent blog posts, and there's there's uh, you know a number of them. Uh, honestly, just looking at it quickly, I don't see anything that would would have you drop like that. Um, the next thing I would do would would actually be to go do a backlink check to see what your backlink um, profile looks like to see if there's any kind of issues that could pop out there. Um, but honestly, just looking at it real quickly like this, you know, Ross, maybe we should put her site in and uh, on the list for uh, the uh, site evaluations that we talked about redoing, spring and starting up again. Maybe we can come up with something from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, we and that's a good segue here before we we uh, we move on here. Um, we are going to uh, start doing a few more of those again. Uh, now we've got a long, a uh, bit of a backlog, and so anyone out there who's uh, feeling a little sad that we didn't get to you. I'm sorry about that. But, uh, we are going to try and get to it again. It's mainly because uh, we need to, well, John and I get busy and we can't make a show or two. We'd like to have something back up. So we're going to try and fill a few shows, put them in the can and use them whenever we uh, can't get on a show. And I don't think it'll work quite well for everyone. So uh, we're going to get going on that. As soon as we get to the point we're close to being able to accept more, we're going to let you know. And uh, please do start uh, adding your addresses. But for now, we've got lots to work from. Uh, and uh, I think uh, it's going to be quite interesting. It was kind of fun when we did it before, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So um, thank you very so sorry, much. I want to tell him I'm sorry we couldn't be more help on your specific question, but hopefully we can do an evaluation of your site and get you some more specific answers. Yeah, and maybe Emma, maybe uh, if you find out what happened before then, uh, let us know. So we, you know, we don't want to. Uh, uh, spend some time and find that you've already figured it out and you know offer as much value as we can to our listeners. So just let us know and we can at least pass along what you found and that might help someone else out. Uh, so thanks very much for the question. And Lewis, we will get to you. We just, I just needed to take some time to read that and just try and shorten it a little bit if, I, if it's possible. So uh, thanks everyone for listening in today. We are going to be uh, on again, of course, next week. It's Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. That's SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm uh, with... John Carcutt, the master. <laughs> and Ross Dunn. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, that's just a wonderful way to end it, isn't it? No. Okay, so if you'd like to contact us, <laughs> my email address is ross at stepforth.com. And uh, please do send along your stuff. If you find you don't get a, a response from me, it's definitely not because I'm ignoring you. Could it mean that it got filtered? I do my best to catch them all, but it uh, doesn't always happen. I have found them occasionally a little late. So um, do try and get a hold of me, though. I'd love to get your emails and try and add your questions to the show. And you can reach John through Twitter at John Carcutt. 
So thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. We hope you tune in next week and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody.